I just oh, can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Can you? I can't hear myself. Everybody. Hold on, hold on. That ain't me. Turn yourself that up. That ain't me. That ain't me. Is this me? I was is definitely this me. me. No. Is this, me? this is me. This is me. All right, I'm good. All right, I can hear myself. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Plank Show. It is nine o'clock on Tuesday, like we always do around this time. Welcome to the Plank Show. First of all, let me say this before we get started. All the views and opinions are solely ours. We are not professionals. We just we have just lived life and have an opinion on everything because just like assholes, we all have opinions. So I'm a professional, and the whole station shares my opinion. Okay, don't <laughs> listen, don't don't listen true. to that. Um, don't don't <laughs> listen to that, please. Um, like I said, um, but listen at your own risk. This is a sex talk show, so do not let your kids listen if you don't want them to hear about graphic sex talk or, you know, or if you're going to text in and say something you might not want them to hear, I wouldn't let your kids hear. Mm. Better put them to bed. <coughs> Time for that anyways, isn't it? It's a school night. Let your kids so, listen. Huh? <coughs> what? Yeah. All right. So, before we go any further, also, let me say like subscribe and share did i say that right i feel like you're supposed close to enough. say subscribe close enough subscribe, subscribe. Close enough. that's subscribe. what we decided. We said after last week you're required to continue saying you have subscribe. to say subscribe subscribe no, subscribe subscribe did i say it right like mm. share subscribe like subscribe yes like sure. share like share like share subscribe make sure you check us out on our facebook page fxbg the plank also check us out on itunes and all podcast formats. And all podcast formats. And I apps. personally use Mixler, but today they told me all podcast formats out there. So pick your favorite one and use it. I use Podcast Mix Go. Mixler is good. He uses Podcast Go. iTunes, you can subscribe. You can subscribe to the other radio there stations there as well um, that we have here on FX, BG, PR, Radio. So back to the Plank Show. I am one of your hosts, Chris, the Savage Lord. You're fucking <laughs> it up. Gee, all right, I got this. No, okay. I know. Right, you're fucking it up. You're fucking no, it up. Then do it I right. am one of your hosts, Chris Mack, also known as Supreme Savage Lord. <coughs> With Whack. me, we have Sean. Sean motherfucking Bennett. We have our other host, C Money. Yep. Um... Or like Sean likes to say, Sea Men, or Sea Wench, or Salty, C Salty Sea Wench, or Sea Whore. No, I'm sorry. That's I'm not joking. wow. I don't think there's <laughs> definitely. So, wow, I don't think I've ever heard that, that one. That was <laughs> never right. part of it. No, I heard That's you say cool. that once. I heard you say that once. <laughs> Is it because she's got her titties out? Cool. Is it because she's got her titties out? Okay. No. They're not even out. And then <laughs> they're not even out. <laughs> next to me, who is speaking right now? That is Riss. <laughs> okay, they're a little out. Wrist. But it's cute. Tongue. See? Yeah. Wrist anyway. in the middle. It's a horrible time. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> the second picture is better. So, um, and if you go to Dick. our page right now, or if you go to the FXBG page, you can see a picture of Sean doing the duck face. Looks like blackface. That's entirely inaccurate, <laughs> but, you know, we'll go with that. Doing the duck face, doing the duck lips. I don't know why he would do that. And tonight we have with <laughs> us... Lacey, no. our special guest, I'm gonna get a Lacey. Of back Lacey, will you say hi? Hi, guys. Now, you got to speak into 
place it. You have to speak into the mic. Oh, no. Am I speaking into the mic now? There you go. Okay. All right. And we have Lacey with us, and we'll talk to you in just a second. So, how's everybody been? Great. Great? Anything happen sex-related this week? Because every time I ask this question, I say, hey, how's your week been? You guys go into some shit about, like... Real-life shit? Oh, well... I had a hammer toe, so I had to sand oh. it down with the sandblaster. You I know. feel like that's never been a Right, I feel like that's never come up. Well, I'm, I'm using it. I'm using it. Not, <laughs> never, not once, not never. I had sex. Okay, all right. I had sex. Was it good? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, like, nigga, you know who the fuck I am? Okay. Um, anyways, uh, so, right. yeah, actually, you know it what? It doesn't I can't, happen often. Actually, I can't front. Like, I've never had a bad performance. That's absolutely happened before. But um, it's rare. <laughs> it's rare, but it happens. Was that a Freudian cough? No, that was a literally. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's, your, there's the answer All to your right. question. I had sex this week. All right, right on. See, Money, I know we, we've. She got her titties you. out. <laughs> uh, other than nice. her having her titties out. Bushmaster, random stalker who listens, she got her titties out. Oh, shit. Don't forget you know to text like in that, right? if you want to. 540-656-8833. If you want to talk about anything, any of our subjects tonight, um, it's a very special show. Uh, very special show. We got, we'll yep. get into that later with our guests. But also, if you want to talk about C-Money's titties being out. Yeah. Oh, so, real quick. You sent a text message to C-Money earlier. Yeah. And I didn't get to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I guess, can I talk about this? Yeah, go ahead. So, I, I, I guess the More guy sent you a text message. He only texted you to say, you know, nine days is too long of a time for him to wait to see you to find out if you guys are compatible. Right. So, I've been talking <laughs> to this guy for like, I don't know, three days. Like, today's like the third day. Okay. Um. And he keeps, like, pushing me to, to like, meet him. Right. He's trying to fuck. And. He's trying to rape. That's what that is. <clears throat> and, like, so I don't have a problem meeting him. However, like, I literally have to work every single day this week. And I'm working for the next, like, nine days, nine to six, probably longer if I have call outs, nine which I will. So did <laughs> because he say he happens. worked nine to six, too? No, I no. That was me saying that I work nine to six. Okay. So let so let me first of all. Let and me he lives this. an hour and a half away. Okay. So let me ask you this: One, does he? Um, did you meet him on a website? Yes. Website? Yes. Okay. Okay. Two, did you both have pictures up? Yes. So you both know what each other look like. You met on a, a dating site. Yep. Uh, and he has this thing where he wants like selfies every day. Oh, is he handsome? Anyways. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. he was he's okay. Like, he's, he's But you good. like talking to him. Yeah, right? he's good looking, but, like, he's not, like, special. Okay. So, I know? read your text message that uh-huh. you guys sent back and forth to one another. Mm-hmm. And you said, like, it, I guess, you know, I'm sorry if my work life, me putting work first is a problem for you. Mm-hmm. Hope you find somebody deuces. <laughs> and then you said, like, you know, am I, I just wrong? told him. Well, because he said, um, he said, I think having to wait nine days to meet up doesn't make sense. And I said, well, I hope you find somebody that makes sense with your schedule. I agree. <laughs> I, no, I agree with him. Okay. I mean, so you work nine to six. Yeah. I think, like, 
just to see if you're compatible with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you could spare a couple of hours just to go mm-hmm. meet this guy for an hour to find out if you're compatible. I mean, if you already like talking to him, I mean, like, hey, let's talk. Now, here's mm-hmm. where, here's, here's where. But you said he lives an hour and a half away. He lives an hour and a half away. It takes me an hour to get to work every day, an hour to get home every day. So, I have a good like twelve hour day almost at every least day. So at the very I mean, earliest yeah. seven, she's getting back home. Okay. So like, that means you're busy. meeting up with some random fucking stranger from the internet at like ten o'clock. At, at night. like ten o'clock at night, you can right. only you get go to a six. bar. So I get off at six, but I would have to like change and take a shower and stuff. <laughs> Fuck that. Either yeah, take... that's okay for guys to say fuck right. that. But if mm-hmm. I show up, if mm-hmm. I show up being all like sweaty and shit from work because I work in a fucking kitchen, like I smelling like the garlic that you right. were just like, pressing. I manage a kitchen for you know a living. Like I feel like if I just showed up like that, Don't I mean like I like he I, I has just... the longest get pretty process known to fucking right. man. Boom. Like right you. now, like right now, Mac, it takes you two hours to get ready. Get the fuck I'm not out one to here. talk. However, if you don't give me that time, I'm going to be a bitch because you're rushing me. And then right. I have to go meet some random I'm probably going to be person. all sweaty. My like, hair's going to be fucked up. No. I mean, that's, that's the goal. That's not the impression that we're trying to give off. Real quick, I want to. That, uh, that's be, different. I, I, real quick, because I'm in my feelings about what you guys said about two hours. So, like, if I'm not going anywhere, I'm going to take my time in the shower and, like, chill out, I take mean, my yes. time, blase, blase. How quickly can you get ready? But guess what? It takes me no longer than 10 minutes to take a shower, brush my <laughs> teeth. Get the fuck out of here, Sean. Okay, what? wait. I'm just, I'm so, how quickly can saying, you get ready I, when I you know you have to be somewhere? 10 minutes. You've only taken a shower. You're not going to put on clothes. You're not going to douse yourself in cologne. You're not going to brush your teeth. I do. Ten All minutes. in 10 minutes? I'm Ten calling minutes. bullshit. Not once, <laughs> not never in the history of the world. <clears throat> Have you not ever once. timed me? Have you ever timed me? No. So, all right. Now. I know it ain't no 10 minutes. No. Yeah, Have I, I ever sat there with stop watching times you? No, hell no, not one time. But you know what I do know? I know I, damn well. I know I have a shorter get ready process no, you than you do. No, you don't. Ah, not even close. Nah, he just dilly dally all get the way. Get the around. fuck not out of here. Not even close. Look, not even close. I, I used to wait boy. on you in the car, I, and you'd be like, oh, I'm ready. Because I wouldn't. And start, it would still take you ten more minutes. Because I wouldn't start getting ready until. Oh, I can validate you, oh, that. That's, that's true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start. <laughs> Thank you. I wouldn't Thank start you. getting ready until you was like. Trying to say, I'm oh, here. I'm gonna oh, be done. He say, "Oh, I'm be ready to go by seven. Seven fifteen, we leaving." Mac, I remember. I remember one time we had we had plans at six o'clock. At two o'clock, you was like, "I'm getting in the shower." At two o'clock, you was like, "I'm getting in the shower." I was like, "All right, I'm on my way." Freaking, uh, because I had shit to do. Are you ready to go? I had. Are you ready to to go? I got there at five five thirty something like that. Yeah, yeah. This man getting out the shower. Yeah, because I I had shit to do. I ain't trying to hear that. I right, you have he's taking single get, experiences get of when the longest like, get ready process. I was, I had something else I mean, to do. Like you can't really count that. Mm-hmm. So those like extenuating circumstances. You exactly. mean a four-hour shower was necessary? Sean, come uh, on, insert the eye roll, please. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't take a four-hour shower. Oh, I can't live my life. So, <laughs> anyways, so, all right. So I'm gonna say, listeners, anybody who know Chris Mack personally. Please text if in. any of you, please text in. <laughs> let me know. Have any has anybody ever seen Chris Mack be on time to anything? 
Well, oh, anyways, wait, 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 so, wait, wait, wait. that's not what we're talking so, like, about. Oh, that is not what we're talking about. No, you're not talking about this being on time. So, like, so right. what started? So what started this whole story is is right. that after these text messages, Jesus Christ! After I sent him that text message, he proceeded to call me. Right. And then he was like, he was like, "Well, I'm going to tell you right now that if you never put if you never put a man first, no one's ever going to date you." Mm. Ooh, okay. Mm. But. So, but, but, but like, here's, here's, here's my thing is like, I'm supposed to be like, we're supposed to be perceived as independent. We're supposed Mm -hmm. to be perceived as like being able to take care of ourselves. Because if not, then you're probably a gold digger and right looking for a man to take care of you. Right. And And so, and so you're telling me that by putting my nine hour work day and two hour commute every day first and having which is to your go- livelihood which pays your motherfucking bills right which nobody else seems to be fucking paying anybody <laughs> exactly sugar daddies please story. text <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if so if he so way. if i'm gonna if i'm expected to like take care of myself and do all these things and like motherfucker i gotta sleep like i'm not <laughs> Like, and then okay, I, and like, I do this two days a week. I have, you know, I mean, like. Well, here's, I'm here's, just saying as a woman, if you feel like you don't got time or don't feel comfortable meeting this man at 10 o'clock at night or whatever, you that's your job, shit. that's your prerogative. You don't know this right. nigga. Right. And you know what? And, that, and that's, that's all fine and dandy. All I'm saying is, is that, you know what? At, at six o'clock, you could go out and he could meet you more than halfway if he's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is just my take but on he it. Won't. If, if he do? If he's a gentleman, then. He would meet you more than halfway and understand your work schedule. Secondly, he should be able to like you. I mean, he's already seen your picture. He already sees what you look like. If you say, hey, I'm coming yep. straight from work, you wanted to meet. Hey, he's either going to take you at your worst, take you when you look what you think is your worst coming from work, or he's not going to like you at your best, truly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Take you as you are. Take me as I am. That I mean, that's the process. Now – the thing about, like, the thing you two got on about this men expect women to be this, you know, blase, blase. Like, here's the thing. Okay, maybe some men do expect that. But not all men. You're already assuming that he's expecting you to be independent, that he's expecting you to be, you know, work. And so you're saying that if a, man, if a man met me and I was struggling and I couldn't pay my bills and, like, that would be okay. Like, it would be okay for me to be like, hey, like, I really can't go out with you at any point because I don't have any fucking money. On a rare note, I'm going to agree with Mac there. Like... Because if I want to go out with you, if I, if I decide I want to go to the movies and I want you to come with me, I'm going to pay for the movies. And I'm going to fucking pay for the movies. If I decide I want to go to eat and you're the company that I want, I'm going to pay for the fucking meal. Like, especially if I'm trying to get to know you or whatever, I understand. Be real with me. But... I, I can so understand. I can understand. But I've also run into... Like you. Right. I've also run into situations where men men have told me up front that they expect that if they pay for me, that they expect something afterwards. Well, here's the thing. That's not the nigga well, you want to talk to. Did he say right. that? Right. And that's Wait, why I stopped that? talking to him. Is that what he said? No, he but something? like he was okay. but he was telling me that like But we he, can't assume that he's going to But we be have like to use that. our best judgment and you're going to dr- either drive an hour and a half or meet some random place that neither you nor him know like where the fuck you are and you can't and, really call somebody and, and say, hey, I'm 45 minutes away. I Help feel me. like if he keeps pushing me and pushing me and pushing me and pushing me, 
then that's a problem because I, I, I feel like there's some ulterior motive. I get that. Not only Lacey, that, but how, this is something? simple. This is something small, like simple meeting who. I feel like he's showing a lot of signs already of like controlling right, in yes. that aspect because I've noticed that a lot of men tend to really have that, like it lifts their libido a lot if a girl is struggling and it's like, I need you. It or, provides them that manlyhood. Yeah, like, or if it's like, oh no, I can't go on a date because I'm a damsel in distress and I don't have the money for it. And it kind of makes them feel some type of way with like their own insecurities to be like, oh, well, I'll be, you know, Captain Save-A-Hoe and I'll take us out right. today. But with this guy, I mean, for me, nine days is not long. I mean, for me, that's too short to not. I think that's less than two weeks. I don't think that's a big deal at all. I I know for a fact that's less than two weeks. I feel like he, like, like Sean (laughs) said. You're such an asshole. (laughs) Mathematically, baby. But, all right, so we're going to let this go because we've we've, we've rabbit holed on this long enough. I'm just going to say, if you don't feel comfortable or if anything, that's that's your right. If the motherfucker's making you feel uncomfortable um, over text message, then, like, it's probably not the guy you want to be meeting with anyways. Um, Also, internet dating is for the birds. That's what you get. Uh, Rude. We're going to move on, but we did get a text in from, um, thank you. Thank from you, 1353. We appreciate you. Said he knows Chris Mack and only been on time one time in his experience. What? Cool. Like that mother, he don't even Sean, fucking know though. me. Right. He don't even know me. I don't even know that number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that. How number. you know we, me? We have. I don't, even, I don't even have your number in my uh in my phone. We have a message from the chat room. No means no, in or out of the bed. It's a boundaries issue. Once she said no, that was the end of it. Boom. He had no right to argue back. Once she said no, she established a boundary, and the fact and that he pushed it, he went over the line. I, no, I, I definitely you. understand that. My only point was, I was just saying, let's not assume he's like every other man, and maybe you know step out. And you don't have to go meet at a bar. And like what? I said, either he's going to take you like you are or he's not. No, I'd totally be okay with, You know what I'm like, saying? That's, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'd I'm be saying. okay with meeting at a Starbucks. I'm just saying, like, mm, it was Stay close at 10, too. <laughs> it was bullshit. Yeah. Like, whatever. So, anyways. So, right about this time, like we always do, is sex and the news. Uh, I see something else got posted here. As far as sex in the news, am I supposed to do that one first, or can I do it? Uh, uh, you can you can do it last. It's fine. It's just that it's in lieu of the the last story because I posted the wrong copy of the outline. All right, right on. So, Sorry. all right. So, first sex in the news story for the Plank Show nine sixteen two thousand eighteen. Rapper Webby catches teenage sons running a train on fourteen year old girl. So. Like, I don't really have to go in and read this article to to really uh, hip you to what's going on here. I did watch the video. I don't know if any of you watched the video. I did watch the video. Um, you know, here's the thing. I, I guess he took precautions and he, you know, he put his sons and this girl on film and he was talking to them. And, you know, Webby, he's, he's down south, so he's got that, you know, man, you know – I can't even do his accent, but man, y'all, hey, man, y'all in there, y'all in the bed running train when that ain't right. He said, "You don't know fucked up, nah, no, you know." Yeah, that's how you yeah. know. And so, um, I watched the video. It, it's pretty long, and uh, I mean, he reprimands his sons, 
and the girl, and then they had one little friend, a little white, I think it was a little white boy he was sitting there. Yeah. And he, he was like, he's like, where are you going? You going to run? He said, you trying to run? He said, no, nah, y'all need to get y'all papers on the phone. I need some pants up in here, some <laughs> guardians, and, you know. Some people were saying he did wrong. I think he did right. It's not like he busted in them filming them running right. the train. The way the headline made it seem initially, I thought was he was like f- filming them running like a train Like child on pornography her. Right. Yeah. on And I'm like, oh, this thing about to go back to jail, and I hope they right. whip his ass. And then and I he, see he the actual video. he makes a comment video. towards that. He, makes, he actually makes a comment towards that. Yeah. He said, y'all not about to try to say I was up in here holding y'all hostage and send me back to jail because of the situation that took place with him and his ex-girlfriend yeah. where he held her hostage in the hotel, and right. he actually went to court for it. But we're not going to speak on that. Um, we're also not going to speak on the, <laughs> the times that uh, Webby himself has, has talked about uh, women in a derogatory nature and about, you know. I mean, I what, still what was, think. What was the song he had? I, oh, he, we, there, there was a lot of I this. was literally oh, just Becky. I was literally Becky. Just yeah, no. Oh. Oh, he was talking about one of the derogatory ones. Oh. Uh, Becky one. Becky one. But he uh so I I think he did right. He was trying to get their parents like, you know, come get your come get your daughter. She letting these motherfuckers run a train. He was real disappointed in his sons. Yeah, he was. He was real, especially the one. He was like, I thought we had a bond. He said, I, I thought, thought we was clicking. He said, I thought we were cold. I thought we clicking. I thought we had a bomb, man. And he was like, but dad, no, don't dad, man. The little white boy kept he trying said, to He said, you were part of the other thing. situation, but had you been awake the other day, you would have been a part of that situation. And now you part of this situation. I don't situation. know how this I shit happened. I'm trying to figure out what kind of parenting he doing. Motherfucking, you come home, your son up in the room <laughs> with three bitches. And then like three, four days later, motherfucking, you come home and he up in the room. With his brother and his homie running a train on a chick. Like <laughs> he did say that. He said, he said three days ago, he said, I caught y'all here with three white girls. Partying up. Partying up. I was like, damn. Like I'm gonna be honest, I I didn't know what he was saying half the video. <laughs> I was just like, Well, this sounds serious. Lacey, let me I ask don't... you what you asked about this, cause I feel like Webby's in your top ten rappers. Mm. Like <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Tell uh, the truth. I don't. I mean, she like no nah, top fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you put like a bag over his head and just let him talk, Mm-mm. like if he just rapped to me or something. You know? Oh, if he just rapped, like hit to it you. from behind. Just don't just talk <laughs> oh. to me so I don't see you. <laughs> kind of thing, like. Maybe I feel like what he did though that was such a dramatic way to tell parents that your daughter is a hoe. Like, <laughs> well, right. you have to, and then it's kind of contradicting because it's like, yeah, she she might be having like hoe tendencies, but so is your sons right now. Like, you just oh, but I mean he called it, but he called them out though. It ain't like so it's not like he. So what I liked about the video was that he got on his on his sons. Right, he got I on did, the boys. Yeah. So yeah. like what I like like so it wasn't like he was sitting there like oh girl use a hoe you need to do better blah 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 blah. <laughs> no, he, he was like Jesus. He, he was like you need Jesus. I'm gonna let your parents deal with you. You two motherfuckers over here that belong to me. Like well, I said that hood ain't gonna do nothing for son, you, Mike. His one son gonna end up in jail because I feel like like he didn't he didn't really have nothing to say to him. He was just like I expect this shit from you, but you you well, got a B last year. What are you two, doing? <laughs> the two the two that weren't his kids, like they weren't trying to give up phone numbers. No, two of them were his kids. I know. I said the oh, two you that about weren't. The, girl the, yeah, the, boy, yeah. the two that weren't were like 
like the one kid was like, my phone's broke. How many kids were there? Of course, there's his two sons, two sons, their friend, uh-huh. and then the, the white girl. Boy. Yeah, uh-huh. the and white then boy. the girl. So there's four kids, four teenagers. Yeah. See that? Okay. And they called that a train. Well, he saying. didn't <laughs> specify what they were doing. In I the feel bed. like at 14, three dudes is kind of a train. That's kind of, kind of a lot. <laughs> that's kind of a lot. I mean, that is, that is I feel like issues, at, I, feel I feel like, feel like at 21, she, that's kind of a lot. It's, but it, it's it, a lot of dicks just circulating. I feel like if, if she was okay with that at 14, that probably wasn't her first time That ain't her first that. fucking rodeo. That literally. But <laughs> it still doesn't make it okay for them to be doing that in the wrong place. I do feel bad that she did get recorded. I mean, I wonder if like she knew she was getting recorded at that time or something. And oh, she knew. Oh, she. Because the white boy kept trying to hide his face. His that parents must. Do his parents, right? His yeah, parents must up. subscribe to Webby's page because he was like, uh, uh, she was sitting there confident, like, <laughs> "This is Bel Air. My parents will never see this. They don't know who you are." But the white boy, his parents listened to Webby because he had that hood on. He kept ducking his head like bent right here. He right. did the shoulder roll and shit. He was trying to do everything to make sure he wasn't seen. Okay, so real quick, um, just take a vote going around the room. Who thinks Webby did the right thing? Sean? Yes. Simon? Yeah. 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 Lacey? No. Nah. Nah. I don't think he should have put it on camera. I don't, I don't, I don't think he should have. He probably shouldn't have recorded the children that yeah, were not I, I his. Right. I don't think he should have put them on well, blast like that. at least they like blurred that. out their faces. I'm going to say yes because of his past history. Okay. All right. So we got that out of the way. We're going to move on to the next sex in the news story uh, just because we don't want to run out of time. And, you know, Riss, I'm actually disappointed in you, and you know why. So, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. You don't nope. know why? Actually, no. Nope. The disappointed to me. I never got to that part of the conversation. Oh, you never told Yep, me. that's me. That's on me. Oh, okay. Then I'll I'm take responsibility dis- for that. I'm disappointed in Sean, Sean Bennett. Just like my parents. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so Feels good. All right, next sex in the news story comes to us from across the pond, and the headline reads like this. Sex in the city. Zurich's, Zurich's prostitution sex boxes deemed a success in Switzerland. Um, each night, a beeline of cars forms its way to a drive-in in this Swiss city's Strasseplatz area. But customers are not lining up for fast food. Are you laughing at me because I said Strasseplatz? What? I would never. No. Oh, Strickplatz. Strickplatz. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Ew. All right. Um, rather than waiting on fast food, they are waiting on another type of service to spend time with prostitutes plying their trade in one of Zurich's famous sex boxes. So I'm going to give you the rundown because I read the article and I'm not going to read the whole thing. But the rundown is this. So basically, the prostitutes over in Zurich and Switzerland, um, they were on, they're only allowed to operate between certain times during the week and on the weekend. And it starts after, uh, I think, 8 o'clock during the weekday, and it goes till 2 uh, during the weekday and goes till 5 a.m. Uh, on the weekends. But... What they were doing, they were crowding the waterfront uh, where there are residential homes and things like that. And so the residents complained that there was too much noise, too much traffic, uh, and it was a nuisance. Now, prostitution, however, is legal in Switzerland and has been uh, since, I think, about the, the 60s. Or maybe it's always been, but don't don't quote me on that. I can get back to you on that later. Uh, and so basically the what 40s. they did was... Um, the country 
the 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 government came together and said, you know what? So in order to combat this, we're gonna make these sex boxes along this one strip where they can use out of the way of you know residential areas, um, and we can monitor it and people can be safe. So um, they they have these sex boxes where men can drive their cars into motorcycles, uh, even bikes. But for I, I think they said mopeds are prohibited. I don't know why. Because nobody likes a nigga on moped. <laughs> um, nobody. But you're you're not allowed nobody. to walk in. You, right. I, you have to drive in. I guess you have to have wheels to go in and use a sex box. Uh, <laughs> in any case, um, they're deeming it a success because now they have taken away um, that eyesore and that you know heartburn from the residents of it being too loud and things like that on the riverfront. And um, now they have these sex boxes, and they can boast that there has been little to no incidents there because they do provide security, um, and because prostitution is legal in Switzerland, um, in Zurich, um, the workers do have to get checked, you know, to make sure they're clean and things like that. And so they are, and, and prostitutes pay taxes um, for what they do there. So. Um, they're so it deeming is, it's, it's, an, it's an actual career. It's an actual career. You actually they have to have apply for hours, a license. Though. You actually have to apply for the license and uh, be approved. And then you have to work within certain parameters and have checkups and All things right, so like that. All right, so let me that. ask this question. Um, oh, for those, of us, for those of our listeners that aren't, aren't aware, our guest, who we'll get more into that later, um, is a former sex worker. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about sex boxes? I think it's definitely safer. I mean, I will have to say that. It's definitely safer than, you know, a woman, like, walking in the streets, getting in cars with random people. I mean, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's still the, no matter how fancy you dress it up or how much it looks, I mean, it's still the same thing. But it, it if they're going to do it, I mean, it's definitely, it seems like a lot safer kind of a way for them to do it. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing that they do in Las Vegas. I mean, in Vegas, it's legal, too. You just get a license, and you get operation hours and stuff like that. But, I mean, I'd much rather – I don't know about the whole moped thing, though. <coughs> Would you like you prefer a moped? I don't, maybe. <laughs> it kind of seemed like they'd be like little quickers so it'd be like make bam, more bam, money <laughs> right in and out yeah i mean that was way funny that's not what i thought whenever y'all said sex boxes though. Sex at boxes. first i thought it was like literally like a box they were having sex with like no no sex no. they have sex inside the box inside the car or on the moped or bicycle but you have to have Probably wheels you can't just walk in Right, you probably so. have to not really touch the moped, but oh, my. that doesn't seem like a mm-hmm. safe place. My ass would knock that moped Touching the moped, over. knocking it over, yeah. then you got to worry about the insurance on that. Mm. Mm. No, thanks. Our business will not be sued for that, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's sex boxes for you. Uh, we, All do, right. we do have a correction here. Um, it's legal in Nevada, but not inside the city of Vegas. Right, oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, because the Bunny Ranch. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's outside All, the city, most right? of the brothels are just outside the city limits. Right. But the Bunny Ranch is the famous one, I think. Yeah. And if you are following along in the chat room, um, one of our listeners from the Scarlet Line has uh, sent in a link to uh, some information 
about the legality in Nevada. Oh, good. Just for those Thank for you. those curious. Oh, okay. Man, I appreciate that. that. that I'm always the... open to learn new things, and and you know I appreciate that. Definitely. Uh, you should definitely tune in to the Scarlet Line on Thursday nights right, we... from six to eight. All right. So last sex in the news story, and then we're gonna move on to uh, one of our main topics here with Lacey. Uh, last sex in the news story: man arrested for walking wife around on dog leash at Pennsylvania Fair. Uh, it's the York Fair, billed as America's oldest fair, has been held in York, Pennsylvania for more than 250 years. A man was walking his wife on a dog leash at an annual Pennsylvania fair and was arrested and charged with simple assault. Police in West Mineham Township charged 66-year-old Walter W. Wolford of Hagerstown, Pennsylvania, with simple assault after he was reportedly seen leading his wife around on a dog leash at the annual fair. Police said Wolford had his wife, Catherine, attached to an 8-inch long red nylon dog leash and yanked the leash, causing her head to jerk back, resulting in red marks around her throat, according to the Penville.com. They hate him, period. But Wolfel said, <laughs> said he only gently tugged on the leash, which he told investigators he used to keep his wife, who suffers from late-stage dementia, from getting lost. So, I feel like if you're going to use it for that reason, that you should use one of the monkey backpacks. The, the backpacks, kids. like yeah. your child on a leash is totally nah. different than a, yeah. a leash around your neck. It's right. This is a kink thing. There's it's, no way. Thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's, be loud and be proud about it. If you walked around with a red leash around your wife's neck, like you're pretty proud about it. Nick, I'm oh, telling you right now, my grandma had dementia like, and won't nobody putting a leash on her neck. <laughs> like, I'm just going <laughs> like, to tell you right now. Yeah. Um, a lot of things started to fade. Them hands did not. So, like, won't nobody put in a leash. And she had dementia. So I refuse to believe that. This is definitely a kink thing. And, like, so I, my whole thing is if she agreed to have a leash put on her neck, clearly she's into it. Let them have fun. Well, it says that <laughs> Wolford was – he said Wolford uh, – Walter Wolford was agitated and repeatedly said he was embarrassed about the situation. He told officers that when the couple visited the fair last year, she wandered away for and was lost for 90 minutes. He mm. came up with the idea of using the leash to prevent that from happening again. Uh, uh, Wolford – Walter wandered reportedly told police he only gently tugged on the leash when she tried to walk away in an effort – make her stop now here's the thing if she's had that leash on for quite a while if they've done it you know when they go out then it could be a little you know mark from rash and shit like that and you know maybe they misunderstood maybe it is some kink um i think there's a better way i think there's a better way to (coughs) keep track of your wife i mean you can i mean put a gps on her ass put some low jack on her ass no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, he said he tried to speak with her, and what, he said he tried to speak with her, and she did not know her name or where she was. So, like, you know, I, I guess he did what he had to do, and I guess that was the cheapest option available to him. But, anyways, fuck him. I mean, fuck the cops. <laughs> So, anyways, so ladies and gentlemen, that is it for sex in the news. Sean is giving me the finger, rushing me off. So, I am going to stop at this Mm. moment. Wait, so are we doing pole position now? Yes. 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 I specifically switched pole position to this week for our guest. Oh, wow. We did. What is pole position? All right. So, pole position. (laughs) So, your favorite position. If you haven't been with us before when we've done this, 
Um, this segment is called Pole Position. I thought I had some sounds to go along with that, but I, we don't have those anymore. Um, do you have a sound for Pole Position? Oh, okay. I need that Atari sound, unless it's copyrighted, and then we can't use it. So, uh, but pole position. Let me explain to you, Lacey, what pole position is. So, basically, there's all these weird sex positions out in the world. Mm-hmm. I find them. Mm. I give you the name, or Sean the name, C-Money, wrist, and they try to figure out how the position is done. Mm. And... That entails the comedy of it because they come up with some crazy shit, and you really know what's on their mind. You see what kind of kink they're into. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And so, pole position. So, I'm going to start out with this one first. All right, we're going to do no pick because we're only going to do two. All right. She said she put 16 on the damn thing. Oh. So, pick the two I, that you I find didn't. most interesting. Okay, well, I didn't go off of hers. I found my own because pole position is mine, so I find the I pole like, position. I like that. That looks Oh, fun. you're not supposed to be looking. <laughs> you? <laughs> you? Looking over my shoulder. I'm sorry. Uh, she had like 16 on there. Guess what? Didn't use any of those. I got my own. Sorry. All right. So, pole position. I apologize, Courtney, but, you know. Uh, it's, it's pole position. What would you what you want me to do? Read the position is what I want you to do. <laughs> All right. You ready? The first one is called the Davy Crockett. Sean, you want to give it a stab first? Nope. This is for my guest. No, you got to take a stab. Nah. You've got to show her no, how she right. how to Son go about this. Bitch, yeah. I hate pole position. All right. Don't we all know well, it? You um, moved the here, Davy, so you the Davy Crockett. All right. Um... Davy Crockett, motherfucker, shit, I don't know, man. Fuck, throw a raccoon at the bitch while you hit it from the back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Throw a raccoon at her when you hit it from the back. What yeah, if he has man. rabies? Look, that's her, that's her problem. Just like getting shit on your dick when you do anal. This is the risk. Oh, yeah. all right, yeah. all right, risk. What do you? What, oh my what, god! Uh, <laughs> thank you, Lacey. What do you think the Davy Crockett is? How do you think the Davy Crockett sex position is performed? Um, I feel like there's definitely like a raccoon skin hat. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, I feel like it would be a lot of like bending. If that makes sense. That's because you're looking over my damn shoulder and looking at pictures and shit. (laughs) But that's not it. See money. Give me the Davy. Uh, okay. So here's what I think. All right. I think that he's hitting it from the back. Okay. He grabs her ponytail. Okay. Pulls her ponytail back and then pulls out and jizzes all over her head. Oh. Or wow. maybe the back of her head. I don't know. That's violent. Is it? Right. That's not violent. No. I don't I think that That's might a be like Yeah. <laughs> that might be normal, sir. The I don't next know. from the Virginia Tribune is gonna be um C Money and her guy. <laughs> he yanked her hair too hard. <laughs> like that leash guy. I don't know. Jesus anyway. Christ. That sounds like some Walter <laughs> Wolfert shit. What about you, Riss? You got anything? All right. So. You better not have been reading. I, well, what could I have read? I actually just went on to look at the pole position and I was well, like. you're looking over my shoulder, but go ahead. Oh, no. I, I can't read that far, bro. Okay. I'm blind <laughs> as fuck. So, it starts out with the Davy Crockett raccoon hat, oh, right? Okay. okay. You have to have it on. Somebody's got to be wearing it. Whoever right. is wearing it there, near, is near, the receiver. Near, near. Mm-hmm. There's probably a dildo. 
Oh, okay. Mm. Wow. But definitely hitting it from the back. All right. All right. Well, that's wrong, okay. too. Okay. Damn it. All right. So I'm going to tell you how the Davy Crockett is performed. The Davy Crockett is a sexual maneuver in which you slip muscle relaxants into your gal's sniz pod or her vagina, then slide your head in, thus wearing your partner's now relaxed snatch fur as a coon skin cap. <gasps> Comes in handy on those cold winter nights. See, I knew the hat came into place somewhere. <laughs> I knew there was a raccoon it's somewhere. It's just your snatch. <laughs> oh All right, what's the next one? Mm-mm. Damn, can I have a manager? No, he can't. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> All right, so let me see. Which one do I want to do since I only can pick two? All right, I'm going to do this one. I like this one. It's called Bumper Cars. You really should cover the picture. Oh, shit. Because remember, I'm, I'm looking cheating. this way. All right. Not. Bumper cars. Next exposition for pole position is bumper cars. Yeah. Sure. Who are you waiting for? Uh, I'm waiting on Sean. Oh. Yeah, same one. Sean order. knows. Same <sighs> Come on, Motherfucker. Sean. All right, so Stop bumper cars. Um, She starts on one side of the room. I start on the other. Motherfucking uh, goddamn. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking goddamn. Uh, we we charge. We charge at each other until full speed. Uh, full speed, baby. Like until Rams. some. Yep. Till somebody falls over, which is gonna be her, cause I don't fucking lose, motherfucker. Once she hits the ground, <laughs> I mount and take my prize, cause I'm the winner of the bumper cars. Do you wanna uh, ram uh, with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she said. Mm-hmm. I am the god of ramming. All right. How close am I? Uh, no, Not no, at all. No. no. All okay. Right. See money. Uh. Okay. Um, so to me, this just sounds like two chicks just like ramming their snatches together, like as many times as possible. Twat hugging. Winning. See? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little bit more involved than that, but go ahead. Uh, Riss, you got anything? I feel like it's fucking, I feel like it's scissoring, but like not. Right. Like winning. more violent. I feel like it's scissoring, but like. Bumpers. But like, <laughs> but hetero. They I feel like it's hetero scissoring. I don't know. It's got to be hetero scissoring. <laughs> no, no. Lacey, you're my ringer. What is it? I feel like it's like, maybe they're in like the 69 position. They're just like slamming their shit on each other's face. Oh, like you just got oh, like, wow. like it's just slamming, like slamming the dies, dick. If he dies, he dies. And then snatched together. She's gagging like a drastic smother. Yeah, a drastic then, throat fucking while he can't breathe. Oh, yeah, and she's over here uh, like doing a new twerk video on uh, his face. Just ooh, bam, bam, not a twerk bam, bam. That actually yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> Put it in my face. I can't. If that's not it, then I'm going to call that the Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can have that. All right, so bumper cars. Uh, with both partners laying face down, one should position their pelvis and legs on top of the others. For couples involving one or two males or men, the man should be on top. Just be careful as this, again, puts the penis in a bit of an unnatural angle. So basically, she's laying, on, so basically <laughs> she's laying on her stomach facing one direction. He's laying on his stomach facing the other direction. His legs go over top of her legs. He takes his penis, slides it back, slides it into her. So the butts, the bumpers, the bumpers. meet. So it is kind of that's heterosexual. Highly, he's like, yeah. bam. That's, that's highly but they're, but they're on their stomachs. They're on their stomachs. That sounds she, like you balls see that? in weird places. That's highly uncomfortable. That's yeah. reverse Hetero scissoring. That is literally, <laughs> that is literally crushing that, your balls. That literally looks like whenever like two dogs get stuck 
Oh Y'all my ever god, seen yeah. That? They yeah. get stuck and they turn around. That's real doggy stuff. So believe it or not, this is also in the sex exhibition called giving a dog a bath because basically you try to fit your nuts in there too. And oh, it's like giving no. a dog a bath. It's hard to keep them in the water. I feel like you would have to have like an extreme, You didn't find that like, like a this? big a big dick to be able to do that position. Like you just got, it's got to have some serious angles. Or, yeah, it's got like But it's not a natural energy. angle for your dick to be in. I, I heard well, I mean, it says that the friction can feel amazing, even though it's an unnatural position. Hmm. So all right. Okay. So now that's all we're gonna do for um, our pole position. You can go to our website and see the ones that we do have up on our site um, for our outline on the uh, page. Uh, what, what do you call that? See money? I can't think of it. I'm have drawn a blank. What do you call that page? Our landing page. Yep, there we go on our landing page, and you can see the other ones, and you can you know tell us what you feel about them and, and comment. And if you do have any pole positions that you would like to send me. Please feel free to uh, send them to us uh, and message us on our page and things like that. Uh, and let me know because I'll, I'll definitely use them and we'll definitely talk about them. Uh, I'm pretty sure you weird freaks out there have some great sexual positions and funny things that we can talk about. I'm sure they do. So um, right now we're going to get to our main topic, and that involves our guest we have here with us today. Uh, her name is Lacey. Um, Lacey, why don't you go ahead and... Um, Tell us about yourself and um, tell us about your story. Well, so I know that, so sex is, it's very beautiful and it's very happy thing. And um, I know a lot of people, you know, they glamorize it and stuff like that, but there's also a very ugly side to it. Um, So I want to kind of talk a little bit more of like the ugly side that I've encountered from it. For our listeners who are confused as to what's going on right now, we're taking a moment with all of these abductions that have been happening across the country and um, on the eastern seaboard um, and the belief that we have these women being sold into sex trafficking. There's a lot of glamorization and a lot of glitter thrown into what sex work really entails. So our guest is a former sex worker who was in that life, and uh, she's just going to talk a little bit about it, Um, just a realistic perspective of, of that lifestyle. Sorry about that. Continue. Oh, you're good. Um, nicely put, too. I really like that. That was good put. Um, so, you know, I I kind of grew up in a in a childhood that was really, really chaotic. Um, you know, there was a lot of drugs. There was a lot of sex. I've also met a lot of people who also grew up, and they were in a fabulous lifestyle with, you know, both parents and things like that, and we all ended up coming to the same road. So... You know, by the age of, like, from 12 to 13, I had already found out what sugar daddy was. Um, I had two of them. I never sexually did anything with them. I would just, like, you know, make them feel good. Like, oh, yeah, you know, big daddy, and just be nice to them. And then they would buy me stuff like cigarettes and alcohol for my friends. So when I would go back to my friends and I had all this alcohol, like, I was the cool kid because, you know, like, but... I didn't realize that it really started to take a toll on me at that age. So I grew up fatherless. So by the time that I turned 17, I started working in strip clubs. And I really loved the attention that I had gotten from the older men. Throughout school, I was always the fat kid, the ugly kid, the one that got picked on. So it was like 
to grow up and have like this hot body and like all these older men are just all over me. And it was just, it became an addiction of itself. It became so much of an addiction that like the drugs, the alcohol, nothing could touch it. It was that attention. Um, so by the time that I was 18, I found out what pimps were. So I ended up, I met this pimp and you know, I really wasn't into, like, the whole money scene at the time. I was more feeding off of the attention um, and, like, kind of, like, the glamour life of it. Like, I would see all the really pretty strippers, and they had the ass shots and the nice tattoos and stuff. And it was, like, so I didn't really put two and two together that if I made more money, like, I would have all that, too. Um, so when... I met him, it was really easy for him to get into my head and, you know, spin these stories into my head about how I could, and I know this might sound silly, but, you know, that I could be one of those girls that's on, like, the videos for the rap shows, that I could be those girls who are, you know, hanging out with the celebrity rappers and, like, all the high society people and, like, wearing the nice stuff and, like, be one of those loving hip hop kind of people. And it was like at the point in time, like that was all I wanted because I wanted all of that attention. Um, so it was like immediately from then we, we left Oklahoma. We went straight to Texas. We um, immediately started working in the hotels. It was a minimum of 10 tricks a day. So for some people who don't know, a trick is the person that you meet to have sex with. So it was a minimum. The John for the older crowd. Right. So it was a minimum of 10. Um, if you didn't make your quota, you would, you would get your ass beat. I mean, that was just, that was the ending of it. But at the same time, like, you were owned. Like, that was what he had always told me. Like, he owned me. Like, if I wanted to get out and if I didn't want my family hurt and stuff like that, then I would have to pay my debt. And every day it was another debt and another debt and it was something else and something else. And it felt like I was just always spiraling and spiraling. And, you know, the the one that I was with, there was no 25%, 40%. He took all my money every single time, like all of it. Um, So it was like finally a... Uh, I decided to leave. Um, I decided I was on heavy drugs. Um, I was doing a lot of crystal meth. I was smoking a lot of that fake weed, that K2 stuff. Um, anything that would just make me numb to where I couldn't feel anything. Um, and it, it also didn't help that, you know, I, I was a nymphomaniac. Like, there was something with me that was like, I'm okay with sleeping with this many people. Like, it doesn't hurt. You know, like, I almost got a kick out of it. It was it was all the other stuff that was coming along with it. It was the guilt. It was the, you know, not being able to buy something without looking at it and knowing what I did to do it. Um, you know, like, going and buying my mom, like, a diamond necklace, and she would wear it. And, like, every time I saw her wearing it, I'm like, oh, my God, if you only knew what your daughter had to do to get you that necklace. And she didn't know. That was the saddest part. Like, she wore this necklace with pride and all this and that because her daughter got her something. And she had no idea, like, what piece of me I sacrificed to get her something like that. But to me, it was like, well, you'll love me forever if I get you these nice things. Like, you won't ever leave. The trick's always left. Every time, they always left. 
And the the saddest thing is, is that every, almost every single girl that I've met that is in that position, they always look for that, like, that pretty woman scenario. I hate that movie. I hate that movie so much. But, you know, and it's, it's not that, like, it's not glamorous. I mean, it is, it's like, it's, it's torturous. I mean. Because no one ever comes to sweep you off your feet. Nobody. No, they don't. And the saddest part is, is that you are your biggest pimp whenever you tell yourself that. You are your biggest liar whenever you tell yourself that somebody out there is going to take you out of that. You just tricked yourself into going and sleeping with more men. Because that's the biggest lie that you can tell yourself to keep you in that situation. But I got out of it. I got out of it. I haven't been an escort or a prostitute or a stripper for three years. I haven't been on drugs. Um, That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. And, I mean, there's been a lot of blessings in my life, like a lot of them. I found out that I don't have to, you know, suck and fuck for money. Like, I don't have to do that. I can get a job. And I can – everything that I buy, I get to keep. Nobody nobody takes it from me. Um, nobody can because it's mine. Um, it's not that guilt of looking at it knowing what right, you have to do. You worked right, hard for it. Right. And then, like, little by little, like, you get miracles. Like, three years ago, I was told I would never have kids, never have kids. I'm sitting here now, and I'm eight weeks pregnant. I mean, you know, it's like little gifts. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's like, it's little gifts that you get that make it like, wow, I don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to. It's a choice. Like, it might feel like there is no other options out there, but there are. There's places. There's people. There's hotlines that you can call. Um, Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, has got some of the best sex trafficking transitional programs. Um, but, I mean, it, if you're in that lifestyle, get out of it as quick as you can. Um, so, so, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap up. Um, there's, there's so much more to your story. I would love to have you back on the air at some point again to discuss it again. We're going to go ahead. Um, we're going to wrap up for the evening. Um, hold on, Nietzsche. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for the evening. Um, thank you for coming on the show. We'd love to have you back. I just want to say one thing before you wrap up, uh, just because, you know, what she talked about was a, a, a great story, um, and it is something that's truly heartfelt for us here. But if you ever have a problem, you can always reach out to the um, National um, Sex Trafficking Hotline, which is 1-888-373-7888. Uh, if you know somebody or, or think you see it, make sure you report it uh, or, or get help if you need to call it yourself. So this has been The Plank Show. Thank you for listening. And we're out.